Welcome to the Real Deal Brides podcast. I'm your host, Alessandra Macaluso, and today we are speaking with Glory Eka. She has the website glowbyglory.com, and she specializes in makeup, um, particularly wedding makeup, but she does all kinds of makeup, and you have to see her website because she is gorgeous. Hi, Glory. Hi, Ali. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. I'm so excited to be talking with you today. I'm so excited that you're on here because I was talking to you a little bit before we started recording and I was telling you when it comes to makeup, I feel like I'm completely useless. And not only that, but I know that a lot of listeners want to know makeup tips. Even if you're not getting married, a lot of listeners just love makeup tips, you know, things that we can do to make us look better and feel better. So I'm really pumped that you're on the show tonight. Great. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. And you're located down in Texas. Is that right? Yep, I'm in Austin, Texas, and uh, it's actually summertime is killing me down here. It's super hot, so <laughs> I'm awaiting the fall. But uh, yeah, I was born and raised here, and um, yeah, it's a great state. So, um, what about you? I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I've, you know, I haven't been to Charlotte, but I've been to uh, Raleigh. Okay, yeah. and it was beautiful. It reminded me of like. A lifetime movie. Um, you know how, like in lifetime movies, you're. Uh, I always watch like the really creepy ones where you know, like <laughs> someone throws a, a woman in the car and they're taking her to some forest to dump her in or something. But anyway, <laughs> there are always these beautiful trees, like on both sides of the street, like long foresty trees. And I, I, you know, I, all I can remember is those trees. Whenever I went to Raleigh, I was like, it's so beautiful. There's so much green because in Texas, I feel like we don't have all of that greenery and those really pretty trees and things like that. I know it's a really weird story. But, um, <laughs> no, I love, I love the lifetime anecdote. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And the lifetime movies, I feel like with all of those really creepy movies, they have like, it's like they're taking you into some forest to like bury you or something weird. So, <laughs> but it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's so <laughs> it is really nice here. I agree. I'm originally from New York and, um, I moved down here in 2008. Um, and it, it is very, very pretty here. We're a bit of a ways from Raleigh. I think we're about three and a half hours or so. Um, mm-hmm. But we do have really pretty, you know, trees and everything here. And it remind that reminds me of what you're saying reminds me of Charleston because I love going to Charleston, South Carolina, and you just have those roads, just tree-lined roads with those beautiful, big, thick trees that have been there forever, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's nice over here. Um, you mentioned about the heat which I definitely, definitely want to ask you about when it comes to makeup. But before we get into that, just a little bit more about you. Tell me how you got involved in makeup and, you know, tell me a little bit more about how you do makeup today. Yeah, so I started doing makeup in my dorm room, actually. Uh, I got obsessed with YouTube back in maybe 2008. I found one YouTube video. I don't even remember who it was, but... I think I just, at, at the point in the video where I saw them applying their eyelashes, I was like, you know what? I am hooked. I'm going to find every person on YouTube that's doing makeup and I'm going to binge watch. So literally, I think my whole life for like the, the four years after, all I did was watch YouTube. I don't even know how I got through college. I just watched YouTube and did makeup and spent all my money on makeup. So yeah, I really got into it. And then, you know, I started, yeah, basically like my student job on campus, I would spend all my checks on makeup. I would do my makeup uh, for hours on end. I even, you know, started my own YouTube channel. And then I would beg my friends to let me do their makeup. Because at the time, you know, I, I'd only done mine and they thought I was crazy and just like YouTube obsessed. And they didn't really, (laughs) they didn't, I don't know. I mean, they were open to it because they ended up letting me do their makeup. 
But uh, yeah, I would just start practicing on my friends. And then eventually I got really good at it. And then I would just start charging people I didn't know. And I would still do it for my friends because I felt obligated because I was like, oh, you are my guinea pig. So right. I should probably do it for you for free. Um, and that's kind of how it started. Um, initially, I was mainly doing it for like, you know, girls on campus that were going to party at night. Uh, I really didn't find my focus uh, as far as like my niche in makeup until maybe um, a couple years ago. Um, I did my first bride maybe two to three years ago and I was just hooked mm. uh, because, you know, to be a part of someone's big days really, really special. And, you know, a lot of the times the women I work on, they never really wear makeup or maybe the last time they wore makeup was for prom. And so usually just, just the reaction, uh, that they give you, like whenever they look in the mirror and they see themselves, it's like addicting, Mm -hmm. um, the transformation making, you know, women feel really good about themselves and really pretty, especially on a day that's so important kind of got me hooked. And so I just have kind of sticked around, um, on the bridal side of things. And that's what I love to do. And that's what I mainly do now. You bring up such a good point. A lot of times, you know, really other than your prom or some other super fancy event, you know, normally we don't go get get our makeup done on the regular. So it's hard. It's really hard to A, find a good makeup artist and then B, trust that person with the one of the biggest days of your lives. Right. Yeah. Um, and so usually a lot of brides do schedule trials, you know, because they are so nervous, you know, and they yeah. want to see how it's going to look. And so, um, you know, usually if there are any kinks, we'll work that out in the trial. But uh, they're usually really excited. And they're like, Oh, my gosh, I feel like such a doll. I wish I could look like this every day. <laughs> and it's a really good feeling. So now do you use airbrush when you do makeup? Uh, well, I love airbrush. I only use it if the brides request it. My favorite way to apply, uh, face products Mm -hmm. is with a beauty sponge. So my two favorites are the beauty blender and the real techniques beauty sponge. Uh, they're basically just think of like, uh, the sponge in your kitchen that you used to wash dishes. This is a horrible example, but it's the same concept. (laughs) We need this example because we're talking about our skin here and sometimes we need dishwasher products. (laughs) So like you wet it. And so normally you'd like, you know, wet your sponge, put soap on it and then clean your dishes with this sponge. You wet it. You want to get it really wet. Then just squeeze out all of the excess water to where the sponge is just damp Mm -hmm. and then apply your liquid and cream products with it. It gives the same airbrush look, which is what I love about it. And I, I can do it really quickly. And most beginners find it really easy. Everyone that I've put on the beauty sponge, they're like addicted. They're like, thank you so much. It saves you so much time. You don't have to with, you know, airbrush tools and all of that. All you need is a sponge, uh, you know, a $6 sponge and you're good. Um, you can really just, you know, apply it quickly, uh, get the airbrush look you're wanting and minimal time. And I find too that, cause sometimes you can use a brush to apply your foundation mm-hmm. and it can just sit on the top of your skin, but you really want the foundation to kind of, um, go deeper and, you know, kind of mix in with the natural oils of your skin, settle into your face and really give you that for a lot of brides, they want sort of like, um, uh, you know, more more so of a, nat- a natural look. Right. So, you know, it also allows that to happen to just kind of settle into your skin and um, really sink in there. And, and it looks really good in photographs, too. So that's my favorite way of applying foundation. And if you're a beginner, it's it's really beginner friendly because all you have to do is use padding motions on your face mm-hmm. and that blends the product in. So you don't have to worry about streaky lines on your face or hairs left over from any brush. And, you know, it's really cheap. You can get one for $7 at Ulta. So, 
Well, I'm glad you told me that. I'm going to put the links. <laughs> I'm going to put the links, by the way, um, of everything that we talk about in the posts, so our listeners can know, you know, where they can get these items and how they can use them. Um, I really wish I knew that because I got a uh, airbrush, which wound up being fine. I did like my makeup, but I just remember after she, you know she busted out this giant airbrush tool turned it on. It was so loud. You know, she airbrushed my face. And then after she was finished, she was like, okay, now don't cry. Um, but if you do, you have to pat it, not wipe it. And I <laughs> right. just remember mm-hmm. thinking like, I'm not going to cry cause I'm not really a mush anyway. But then of course, like the times that you think you're not going to cry, you do wind up getting all teary eyed. And I couldn't remember, wait a minute, did she say pat it or wipe it or what the hell am I supposed to do? So I wish I knew about this trick at that time. Yes. Always pat, never swipe. Swiping removes. That's like a huge no, no. Got so it. if you're crying, it's okay. Just, just, you know, use those fingers and just pat your face and you'll be good. Awesome. Good tip. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, so I know that coming soon to your website, which by the way, if you haven't gone to her website and you're listening, go to glowbyglory.com and glow is G L O. So it's glowbyglory.com. It's a beautiful website. Um, you have It's really beautiful colors. I love the feel of it. I love the font that you have. Everything about it is gorgeous. And you have a blog coming soon, right? I'm really excited about it because I'll be sharing makeup tips and tricks. Um, I'll be doing uh, interviews with other makeup artists um, just so you know maybe they can teach you something new that I might uh, either not know or that they might have a different way of doing. So that'll be cool. Um, and I'll also feature what's hot, what's trending, uh, which I'm most excited about because there's always a new trend, especially with the Kardashians around. They're always creating these new fashion and beauty trends that we all love. So yes. um, yeah, so I, I'm really excited about that. Uh, I'll also be uh, letting you know what my favorite uh, beauty products are monthly. So if you want to kind of, if you need help <laughs> whenever you're going on your Ulta run or your Sephora run, you can check out my blog and kind of see what I'm loving and what other people are loving and that'll help you uh, do your shopping. Perfect. I think that's a lot. You know, I know you're in, you're in Austin. You do uh, makeup on site, obviously for people that live around you, but this mm-hmm. is a really good thing to know for people like me who, who don't live near you, but I totally trust you and want your input. So I can go to your blog now and see. Tell me where else you are on social. Are you on Instagram or YouTube or anything? Yes, I'm on Instagram, Glow by Glory, uh, as well as Facebook. And uh, my YouTube channel is Makeup Glory. Okay, great. Now, aside from, you know, what we're just talking about, uh, what you can do on the day of, can you give listeners who don't live near you some tips on how they can pick a good, really good makeup artist? You know, what can they look for? What questions can they ask? What what do they need to watch out for? Yes. So I actually broke this down into four steps. So the first one is, does the MUA slay? That is the trending word these days. So is she great or is he great? Because there are a lot of guy uh, makeup artists that are amazing. So I would say the first thing to do is check out their website or check them out on social. Find their portfolio um, and And really take a look at the makeup uh, in their pictures. Do you like the makeup in their pictures? If you don't, then chances are they're not the makeup artist for you. So um, if their portfolio gets you excited, then you probably want to hit the call button and give them a call. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you start seeing yourself envisioning their work on your face, then they're probably right for you. So now is the time to take the next step. The next step is uh, availability. So can the makeup artist pencil you in? Um, Do they have your date and time available that you're needing the makeup? So you want to call them or email them and really, you know, again, just, just 
let them know that you like their work and you'd like to book your makeup to get done on this date in this time. And so if they're available, then great. I would also remember to leave um, some time. So let's say you have an event at seven. I wouldn't rush the hair and makeup process. So I wouldn't schedule your makeup for six because that'll be kind of tight with you getting ready and then driving to your event. Mm -hmm. So I would say give yourself a two hour window between the time you need your hair and makeup done if you are getting hair, you know, as well. Um, and the time you have to be at your event or whatever you have going on that day. And then the next thing I would say uh, is to make sure the makeup artist is easy to work with. Is the makeup artist easy peasy lemon squeezy? <laughs> so do they give you the jitters, uh, you know, whenever you're talking to them? Or are they giving you those like exciting little butterfly jitters in your stomach? If so, then you have a great feeling about them, and I would probably say that's who you want to book with. Um, if the makeup artist gives you bad vibes, I would say you probably want to find someone else, especially if it's for a special event or if you're going to be, you know, um, if they're going to be doing a whole party of people, maybe you're contacting them because you want you and three other friends, uh, you know, makeup done. So I would make sure uh, – this makeup artist is giving you good vibes because you don't want to have a bad experience and you don't want your, you don't want to ruin the excitement that you have for your special event coming up. Yeah. And if I could just add that goes for any vendor all around, right? Like if mm -hmm. you, if you love a photographer's work, but then you meet with him or her and you're just not feeling it, you're never going to be comfortable in front of the camera. Same with the video guys all around mm -hmm. any vendor. If they're giving you any kind of bad feelings, no, don't go with them. Yep. I'm with Allie on that one. And the last one is splurge or purge. So does their work fit within your budget? Um, now I say this is the last thing to consider because you want to think more so value rather than price. So think of what you want to look like and what you want to feel like, uh, on this day. And if, you know, if this person gave you good vibes, if they had your date and time available, then they might be a little bit more expensive, but you are going to have the time of your life, hopefully. Um, right. And so, you know, I would I would always recommend consider the value over the price point. But I know price is a huge deal. So uh, do, you know, kind of check their rates out, make sure they fit within your budget. Um, but also remember that the cheapest MUA might not give you the results you're looking for. Because I know a lot of the times, um, I know my prices aren't the cheapest here in Austin. Mm -hmm. And so some, sometimes people call me uh, just price searching. And, you know, when they find out my price, they're like, oh, my gosh. You know, and it's not that not that expensive. But, you know, for people who don't get their makeup done often, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, you know. And so I'm like, you know, I always I have a list of other great makeup artists in the area that are uh, cheaper than I am. That's so cool but, of you. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I like supporting other makeup artists. And then I'm like, I understand. I mean, I, there are certain things I don't want to spend a lot of money on. We all have our things. So, I mean, I completely get it. So, but, well, you know, I don't want to, you know, for me, it's just like, okay. I, I want you to go go to someone good at least. If you're going to be price searching, let me give you my recommendations. But sometimes these people are really booked out as well. So I always just recommend make sure that the photos that they have look good to you. Because sometimes if you go to a cheaper makeup artist, they're just starting out, you know, they're not as skilled. Um, and especially if it's a special event, you'll want those pictures to stick around for the next few years. So oh, you yeah. don't want it to be... You don't want your makeup to be an issue. Right. You don't want somebody practicing on you on your wedding day. Right. Right. So um, just keep that in mind. But yeah, those are my four tips. 
Well, I have to say, I mean, I'm on your website. I don't think that you're unreasonable at all. I mean, your price is <laughs> the Glowing Bride 197. That includes the consultation over the phone, a 45 minute trial, and then an hour and a half wedding day application, which I think is above and beyond, especially given your por portfolio, which I'm looking at right now. And it's gorgeous, by the way, if you go again to glowbyglory.com and you look at her portfolio, it's phenomenal. With the, with the trial, I wanted to ask you about the trial because not everybody does trials, but if for those makeup artists that do trials, what can you suggest that brides ask them or look out for in a makeup trial? Okay, great. Yeah. So I would uh, say the first thing to look out for is timeliness. Uh, so is the makeup artist timely? Uh, because a lot of the times on your wedding day, you have a set schedule you have to stick to. Mm -hmm. So chances are, if you're having problems with them, you know, during the trial, uh, then you might have that same issue on your wedding day. So I would just say look out look out for that. And if they are late, just make sure that, you know, they've texted you or called you and let you know. So that way you'll know, okay, well, even if this happens on my wedding day, at least they'll let me know. Right. Um, the next thing I would say is make sure they've brought all of the makeup and all the tools that are needed. You don't need to bring anything. Um, now if it's your personal preference that the makeup artist uses a certain foundation or something like that, that's completely okay. Mm -hmm. But if there are some makeup artists out there that are like, okay, bring your own stuff and I'm still charging you my full price. Right. And that doesn't make sense. I would say if the makeup artist is asking you to do something like that, it's probably best to find someone else because the rate you're paying for really includes all the products, which they should bring. Agreed. Um, and then the only other thing I would say, just make sure you're, again, you're vibing well with this person that mm -hmm. you don't feel awkward or weird or they're not putting a bad taste in your mouth. Just make sure they're a nice person and, and you actually like working with them. And finally, of course, you love the way you look. That's first and foremost, right? That's so important. Yeah. It, you know, like there, every aspect of a wedding is important, but I think that there are certain things that just are high priority on the list. I think personally, it should be photos, you know, photography, entertainment, and makeup, because that's all the memories that you're going to have visually that you can just experience over and over and over for years to come. If you've got great makeup, you're going to look awesome in your pictures, and there you go. Right. Um, and I would also say to uh, make sure that the makeup artist actually talks to you about your wedding. So they should be asking you um, about your colors for your wedding and things like, you know, and then they'll either ask you for like makeup inspiration photos or what kind of look you're going for. And they'll ask you as well for your bridesmaids or whoever else you're paying for in the bridal party, mm -hmm. um, which is important because you want all of the looks to be cohesive. You don't want one person wearing dramatic glitter makeup or something. And then, right. you know, one person wearing natural, you know, you want everything to look cohesive. So uh, usually during the trial, either the consultation or the trial, everyone's process is different. They'll kind of identify what you're looking for in terms of, you know, your bridesmaids as well. So, um, so yeah, and, and just kind of keep that in mind. I think I would recommend Pinterest. So if you go to Pinterest, you can type in like bridal party or something like that. It'll pull up pictures of different brides and their bridal parties. So you can kind of look at their makeup and see, you know, what you like. And, you know, it's not always uh, the bride's makeup doesn't always match the bridal party exactly. It doesn't have to. So just kind of see what you like color wise and what will play along with with your wedding colors and you can communicate that to the makeup artist. Yeah. Those are really great tips. 
I feel like season is a big deal too. Like if you're getting married in the fall or, mm-hmm. or plus the time of day, if it's a day wedding or an evening wedding, you know, all those factors come into play. So you definitely want to make up mm-hmm. artists who understands all of that and, you know, go plans accordingly. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have on your website, the selfie fix. Can you tell me more about that? Because I love that and I want it. Okay. Well, okay. Selfies are so important, right? Especially because the Kardashians have glamorized them. We all love our good selfie and usies now. So um, (laughs) the selfie fix is really a makeup application that is super, it's going to make you look super photogenic. It's going to photograph amazingly. I mean, your selfies are going to be so on point. You're not even going to want to wash your makeup off. I mean, you're (laughs) going to want to send these selfies to everyone on Snapchat and DM everybody on Instagram. That's how good the selfie fix is going to have you feeling. It's really just, I wanted to find like a super cutesy name (laughs) uh, for, uh, for this makeup application. I mean, I use um, HD uh, makeup. Um, so, you know, again, your skin just looks flawless. It glows. I mean, it, it's amazing. So yeah, if you're, you know, if you're wanting to try it out at home, I would just recommend the beauty sponge we talked about. Um, Makeup Forever is probably one of my favorite brands of brands of foundation and they have foundation for every different, you know, every skin tone, every skin type. So if you're oily, dry combination, if you're really fair, if you're really dark, you can find something with Makeup Forever and a lot of their foundations work great with HD camera. I would say grab one of those, grab your, uh, you know, beauty sponge and a good highlighter and maybe even some concealer. And that is your selfie fix right there. It takes a quick five to 10 minutes and your selfies will never be the same. I can't wait till you start blogging and you do a tutorial on this because I'm, I'm dying <laughs> to see it. I told you I'm a little bit, uh, what's the word? I don't know, makeup challenged. So I, I really, really love talking to you about this. And I can't, I can't tell from your pictures. You look amazing. And your <laughs> contour is everything. Like I'm looking here like, oh my gosh, like, I, it's your contour is like awesome. Well, your cheekbones are popping. If you're looking at my Skype picture, just mm-hmm. full disclosure here, I didn't do that. <laughs> I, I had some, I hired somebody because um, I just co-authored a cookbook. Um, it's called What a Good Eater. And um, it's like a baby and toddler and family food cookbook that kind of food so that you're not cooking a bunch of different things. Um, my co-author and I were both moms with two kids and we were getting our headshots taken. And we were like, if we're going to go through all this trouble to have our headshots taken and get, you know, coverage for our kids and babysitters and this and that, we're like, we are going to go all out and hire somebody to do our damn makeup. So um, anyway, we hired somebody and uh, she's local here in Charlotte. Her name's Jenny Lee and she did an awesome job. So I take zero credit for contouring or anything of what you're seeing on my face. <laughs> that was all her. <laughs> oh, well, she did an amazing job. See, you got your selfie fix right there. That's exactly what it is. You look yeah, amazing. But I don't know how to do it. I have no idea how, <laughs> how to do it myself. So I cannot wait to um, check out your your videos And the products that you mentioned, is that the kind of stuff that we can find at Ulta? Um, So the beauty sponges, you can find at Ulta or Sephora. So Ulta sells more low to mid-end products. And Sephora sells more mid to high-end products. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there is some overlap with both of the stores. Um, But, for instance, the cheaper beauty sponge I talked about, the Real Techniques one, Real Real Techniques Complexion Sponge, I believe that's what it's called. It's $6.99, and that's sold at Target and Ulta. Oh, now, the Beauty Blender, which is what inspired the Real Technique sponge, is sold at Sephora. And that one is, I believe, $19.99. So it, it, it is more of an investment, but it, it's amazing as well. But I would I would just personally recommend the Real Technique sponge because in, 
it's the closest thing in my opinion that's gotten to the beauty blender. There have been a lot of, you know, knockoff ones and things that have come around, but they're not great. But the Real Techniques one is amazing and it's half the price, especially if you're a beginner. I don't recommend splurging. I recommend you finding what works for you. And then if you want to splurge, do it. Right. <laughs> but I don't want you to spend $20 on a sponge that you have no idea how to use. You know, I think $7 is a better price point and then scale up from there if you if you like it. Good point. Yeah, because you don't, you know, a lot of it's trial and error and you don't want to be spending a whole lot of money if it doesn't work for your skin. One of the last things I wanted to talk to you about before we wrap up is that um, you, not only do you do, you know, are you launching your blog and you do these different types of makeup trials um, and packages rather, but you also are doing an online course for freelancers. Is that right? Yes. So I'm, I'm creating my first online course, which I'm really excited about. It should be launching uh, at the end of August. Um, and it's basically really any beauty professional can take the course. It's, it's, it is focused on makeup artists specifically. Um, and I basically take you from starting out with no portfolio, no clients, you know, really not much experience all the way to kind of, you know, uh, getting your first paying clients and making your first $2,000 in your first month. So, um, it's a, it's a full blown course and you, you do have access to me as well. Um, you know, we do a couple calls, um, and I really want to help get results. So, you know, I'm really there, you know, by phone or email to support you. And I'm really excited because I know when I first started, I had a lot of questions like, okay, how do I get a portfolio set up? How do I get my first client? How do I, you know, get reviews and all of these things. So it is kind of overwhelming just starting out. So I kind of wanted to be a resource to other makeup artists um, that are just starting out as well and help them build up their empires. It's so exciting. I think it's great because you already have years and years of, you know, talent and research under your belt. So if you can spread that to other people, you know, in a package that is approachable, you know, for them to get started, that's huge. Yes, I'm, I'm excited. And a lot of a lot of girls have come to me and they're like, okay, how do I do it? How do I get it? Uh, like a couple weeks ago, um, there's an artist I was coaching. She's out of Houston and she's still working her full-time job, but she really wants to like branch off, you know, and do her beauty thing. And so uh, basically she uh, caught, she was, you know, in between back and forth with a client, well, potential client, uh, but they had some concerns. And so I kind of sent her this done for you email template that has worked for me over the years, um, kind of going over all of their objections. And I sent it to her and she sent, she just put in their name and sent it to them. And she was like, Lori, I booked the client. Thank you so much for the email. And that like made my entire day. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I have to help so many more women that are struggling with these issues in terms of, you know, like booking clients, what to say, what not to say, if they're concerned about something and, you know, that was just one small aspect of it. But I was like, you know what, I have to do something on, on a larger scale. So I'm really excited. I think it's great. How can people <laughs> sign up for how are people going to be able to sign up for this course? Uh, well, right now, uh, just head over to glowbyglory.com. Um, I should have a tab up in the next week or so. Uh, it's not available right now, but um, I should have a tab that I'll be adding to my website that says like online course. Okay. Um, and you'll be able to sign up there and you can always join my mailing list to stay updated. Awesome. Okay. Well, good to know. Head over to glowbyglory.com where you can find all this information and more and everything coming soon. Before I let you go, I'm wondering if you could give our listeners some basic makeup tips that we can use on the everyday. Yes, sure can. So if you've ever struggled with enlarged pores or putting on your foundation, leaving the house and your foundation has slipped off in 30 minutes to an hour of being in the hot sun, 
I would recommend a primer. Um, you can have, there are different primers for different uh, things. For instance, if you struggle with enlarged pores, you can use a uh, primer that's, you know, geared towards large pores. I recommend Benefits Professional, which you can find at Ulta or Sephora, or Makeup Forever's uh, Step One Primer, and that one is at Sephora. And all you have to do is pat these into your face. Um, and it fills in those pores and fine lines. So no longer do people have to see those pores anymore. I'm a victim of this. I have large pores. So this is a must every time I do my makeup. And the second problem, so if your makeup is sliding off your face, if you realize that it's not lasting throughout the day, use a, a really a primer of any of any of any type will work, uh, but use a primer, use a base. This is going to help keep your makeup on all day long. The foundation is going to stick to that, which is going to help it stay on without sliding off. I would also recommend a powder on top of that. If you're noticing that you're getting oily throughout the day or your foundation isn't lasting, wait for your foundation to set. So it needs to dry down. If you're using a liquid or cream product, Make sure it dries down first, then just pat the powder on top. It's important to pat. It, again, absorbs into your skin better, and it's going to last longer. If you swipe, uh, it's not going to have the same lasting effect. One other tip I would say is if you want, if maybe you're like me and you have a little bit of fat under your chin or you have a really round face and want to slim your face down, contour those cheekbones and contour the jawline. That's going to take an instant five pounds off your face and look really good in photos. And my last tip for some of you ladies who have tried to do false lashes but haven't been successful, uh, whenever you put glue on the false lash strip, make sure to let it dry down. It should get tacky. Never try to apply it wet because it's going to slide off your eyes. Ooh. So what you have to do is apply the glue on the strip of the eyelash. Wait maybe a minute or so. You can even see the glue changing colors. It'll turn like a dark gray color. And at that time, you can even feel it to see if it's tacky. Then you can stick the eyelashes on your uh, eyes and it'll last all day long. Good to know. So I never knew that about the eyelashes and I've only tried it once and I gave up after like a minute because I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't. It was sliding off all over the place and I didn't look good at all. So I might try it again based off that tip. Well, thank you again. I'm so happy to have you on the show and um, we could definitely have you back in the future. But in the meantime, go to glowbyglory.com, check out all of her information and look out for her blog coming soon with all sorts of makeup tutorials. Um, also, don't forget to grab your copy of The Real Deal Bridal Bible. That's my book, and it's available on Amazon and Kindle. So thanks again for coming on the show, Glory, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Allie. Have a good one. You too.